welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti, sitting here with Lee Elsie from 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk WJJF Radio. Mr. Elsie. What's up, buddy? What's up, pal? How, how are you, pal? How are you? Good. Um, how are you? I'm doing all right. Long time no see. I'm happy to be here. Well, thanks for coming down. Thanks for coming down. Doing research for today's show. Yeah. Is there, is, by the way, is it going to be a what? gotcha show? No. Yeah, you're gonna dig some dirt. Out no. Of <laughs> no, 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 there, no, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no dirt, no, 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 there's no dirt digging, there's no right. skeletons coming out All of right. your closet. Right. No, Fair we're enough. good. We're good. Come to find out, you, you played baseball. I did, lots was, of it. Was it professional? Was it were you minor league? Tell us about it. Uh, yeah, I played professional baseball. I uh, played with the St. Louis Cardinal organization for really? a couple of years. Yep, and then after that, I bounced around uh played in europe and i played in australia and i was trying to you know hook back into a, another minor league team here in the u.s but okay. yeah I man from the time I, I could throw a ball probably by the age of six until i uh, age 28 29 i was always it was 100 percent baseball all the time wow how'd, how'd that happen uh you know it's funny i i was a little fat kid okay right? all right and uh so a little fat kid that got picked on in the neighborhood and then all of a sudden, you know, we uh, chose up teams one day, I think, and uh, the best way to explain it, they put a bat in my hand, and then I was able to hit the ball better than anybody else. So there you I, go. I got, I got a lot of friends that way, and then one go. thing led to another, and, uh, you know, I, I was a baseball player from then on. Yeah. I loved it. I, lo I still love it. Yeah? Yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure you learned a lot. And I'm sure you were on the road a lot too, oh, yeah. which, which probably isn't, which probably is no fun. Long uh, bus rides, sure. College had long bus rides. Pro had uh, pro baseball had the longest bus rides, <laughs> 14, 15, 16 hours on a bus. Not fun. No, definitely not. Fun. not. No. So where'd you go to college? I went to originally went to Clemson University. There you go. And then uh, things didn't really work out for me there. I was an 18 year old with a you know maybe thought he was a little bit uh, all of that and then some. But then yeah, I ended up go. going to Old Dominion. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So then you came back to Connecticut? Came back. Well, I signed with the Cardinals out of Old Dominion, and I went to play baseball. Original, uh, the first team they sent me to was in Canada, then St. Petersburg, Florida, then Savannah, Georgia, then Springfield, Illinois. So I bounced all over the place. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then, like I said, then I ended up going to Europe for a little while in Australia at the end. So. Now, I'm sure, I'm sure baseball in Europe and in Australia are probably a little bit different, than, different. They, than they are yeah. in the States. Can you maybe tell us a little bit about sure. that? Sure. Uh, when I first went to the Australia League, well, the, I, I went to Europe first. So I played in Amsterdam, Holland Okay. at uh, the age of 26, single man in Amsterdam. Is there you go. Right? So, <laughs> there you uh, go. Their, their professional league was a little bit different. They only played Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. Right. And the rest of the week, their people worked. Or they may have had a job or what have you. But me, I, you know, I, was, I played Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I had to find something else to do during the week. Sure. Maybe worked a little bit. So uh, it was a little bit more of a casual sort of thing. Australia was more like it is here. Uh, and the Australia teams had actually ex-big leaguers on them. Mm -hmm. uh, it was... A little, I think the, the quality of baseball was a little bit higher okay. than it was here, and they took it a little bit more serious. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was fun, you know, both times they, they you know, gave me a paycheck, and it was fun to play, and I was still trying to, to get back here. So it was, a, it was an adventure. Let's there you go, yeah. there you go. Yeah, but the difference was, I mean, obviously we're better here. This is a long time ago now, Pete. Right. We're talking about 30 years ago. Now, right, Almost exactly. 30 years ago, 25 years ago. So uh, the, you know, the, the level of play, in, in particular in Australia, has increased something significant. So, mm. yeah. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, man. and I'm and I'm I'm sure playing 
when you played in when you played in the states, that was always a lot of fun. But that that involves pro probably some traveling as well. Oh yeah, I mean, listen, I was on the road all the time. Uh, again, I didn't mind that so much. I went, like I said, I went to school in Virginia. Right. I uh, played baseball, Florida, Canada. I actually played in Alaska. Uh, really? For a summer. A summer oh. in Alaska was pretty neat. So it, it has taken me all over the country. Got a chance to see a lot of great things, meet a lot of great people, yeah. play with guys who ended up playing in the big leagues. Oh, there you go. A lot of great players. So it, it, was a, it was a great experience. And still, you know, all of the things that we may end up talking about here in this half hour, are, yeah. is it, I, I still consider myself first and foremost a baseball player. Absolutely. So absolutely. if I die tomorrow, you can put baseball player first on my, my tombstone. It's All right, like, and then uh, we'll put the other. Then the you other, throw the other stuff then, in there. Then, then, the, yeah. then, then the other stuff. Yeah. So how did you get? How did you figure out you wanted to do the baseball career and then right. be signed by and then get picked up by all the different teams? Well, it's not like a decision. You just start playing. And I love the game. Right. So the game got me a college scholarship. Oh, so there you I, go. I went to college and played. And then, you know, that takes you to you play and a certain number of players in college end up getting chosen to maybe play professional baseball. So mm -hmm. I was one of them. There you go. I took that, played, like I said, played a couple of years there. But the problem is, uh, Pete, you get to a certain age. Yeah. And 25 is old. Exactly. Right. So 25, you're an old man, and if you're not really making a lot of headway at 25, you're gonna have to start looking for something else. And exactly. That's what happened. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, so that's exactly, what happened. That's exactly. That's yeah. exactly so that's, what that's happened. That's where I was. So when I was done, it was I was down in the dumps for a, you know a while. Yep. And I you know I had to try to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up. You know what I mean? <laughs> so after you figured out what you wanted to be, what yeah. did you want to be? Well, it's funny that you asked that. So I I went from baseball and at as I got done with baseball, I ended up fooling around with radio. Okay. Not a lot, a little bit. Like, right. do, did some overnights at a couple of different stations. And, you know, I started to learn the trade. Right. But I really didn't take it seriously. And I ended up, the next phase of my life, believe it or not, is I became a professional actor. I lived in New York City. And uh, I got a, a regular gig on a soap opera for a little bit. Really? Which one? I was on As the World Turns. I played the bartender in this certain bar. So I was used really six or seven times a month. Really? Let's yeah. talk about the acting career. <laughs> let's All right. talk about that. What do you want to know? Well, what do you want to tell What do you want to tell us? Uh, let's see. So when I, like I said, I was after baseball, I was floundering around trying to figure myself out. All right, out. there you go. And I ran into an old friend of mine and they said, you know, you, you really should come down and take an act. They were an actor. At the time, they said, you should come down and take an acting class with me in New York. And I thought, ah, I'm not an actor. I never no. thought about that in my life. So uh, that's not me. But I went down there anywhere. Anyway, and uh, there I was, Pete, sitting in a room with like 25 beautiful women. Right? Oh. And here I am sitting there with 25 people looking around going, why have I not been doing this the exactly. whole time? What is right? wrong with me? So I packed up my stuff and I uh, ended up going to New York. I, you know, I traveled back and forth a bunch of times, but then I lived a little bit on my cousin's couch who was an actress. Oh, there you go. And, you know, you knock on doors, you go to auditions, you try hard, and eventually I was able to secure something. But it just, you know, I, it just didn't pay enough to really pay the bills and make a, a lot of headway. And, and so I did that for like four or five. I still, I still go, if I get a call for an audition, I'll still go. Right. You know what I mean? I was in a movie, uh, not last year, the year before with uh, one of the Bond villains, Robert Davi. I was down there in New York with him. So every once in a while, I'll still get a cast in something. Really? Yeah. How was that? It was great. I love him. He's a great guy to work with. He's Is a good he? radio. He's got his own, he's a national radio guy too. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. well 
You're a local radio radio guy, but we're going to talk about that. We're going to yeah. talk about that later too. All right? right. As far as how much fun, how much hard work is it to become an actor? Acting, I I tell you, I I gotta say this. Hmm. I loved being an actor. I loved every single aspect of it. It's hard. Right. It's it's difficult. You know, you've got. I'll, you know, you've got a lot of things you've got to go through, but you know, depending upon the scene, depending upon what you're asked to do, right. it can be difficult. But right. also, really, it, it gives you that rush, almost a similar rush, like to, to being an athlete. You're up there on stage, you're in front of people, you're trying to put out the best performance that you possibly can. And I got to be honest with you, I loved it because every time you did something, it was a little different. Whether it's a Shakespeare thing, whether it's uh, you know whatever it is, it could be uh, a mammoth or any play or any. Because I did a lot of live in-person plays on off-off Broadway stuff right. for a while, and it was it was fun. I loved it. I was definitely bit by the acting bug. I yeah. I could have definitely seen myself going down that road. It just you know sometimes timing isn't necessarily right, and things don't necessarily work out. Then another opportunity comes and. You know, that's what it was. But I, if you ask me if I love, I do love to act. And yeah, I, I, I do. I think it's a lot of fun. Absolutely. Yeah. So you went from baseball to acting. Yep. And then you ended up in radio. And then I ended up in radio. Full and time. we're gonna we'll start we'll start this segment talking about the beginning of your radio okay. career. But then we'll get into it a little bit more. All right. How how'd you, how'd you start? All right. So uh, as I was saying, I was in I was living sort of in New York, out of a suitcase on my cousin's couch. Got a call from uh, one of the local uh, radio giants here franco actually called me if you remember ah, franco okay. sure and he says i'm trying to put together a team of people to do shows at the mohegan sun mohegan sun had a was just about to launch their radio station called mm -hmm. the wolf so um i thought about it it was a regular paycheck they were going to let me do afternoons in which case i would interview you know rock bands that were coming in i actually interviewed first person i interviewed aerosmith as they were coming all that stuff really so it was an interesting dynamic and at the same time they were going to let me go to new york whenever i got a big audition so oh, it was go. a win-win so i i took that signed that gig to to do the afternoons there and then as one thing led to another franco left the project and they needed me to do the instead of doing the afternoons they asked me to do the morning show which is a little bit more of a high profile sort of position. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I thought about it, took it, and really have been doing some form of morning radio since, actually since then, since probably for the last 20 years I've been doing mornings in this market. I remember listening to you uh, in the, Wolf, the morning. Yeah. We played rock and roll radio. Yeah, it was fun. I we remember had, this. We had a laugh. We had a lot of fun with yeah. all of that. And, you know, I did that for five years until the talk read. And actually what I did is I kind of got not bored with it, but it was, I didn't see myself being a, a DJ right. 20 years from now, you no. know, or 20 years from then. So I, uh, I took a leap of faith and uh, I decided to do talk radio after that. Well, you know what we're gonna talk about? Talk radio coming up. All right. Would you mind sticking around? Uh, yeah, sure, I'll Excellent. stick around. All right. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right. I've spent my whole life as a physician. I've seen how vaccines have saved people's lives save children's lives, save the lives of the elderly. We now have that opportunity with COVID. We have a vaccine that's safe. We know this vaccine also, through the most rigorous scientific studies and trials, is effective. We have the opportunity to make a difference, but we can only make that difference if everyone gets vaccinated. What rhymes with great? Participate. Where does greatness start? Here, in the classroom. On the stage. In the pool. On the field. 
Where will your greatness take you? To better grades. To more friends. Yeah! Be great. Participate! <laughs>
if you're in the, on the air for four hours, maybe you're there for, for another two, blah, 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 you're home. Right. Talk radio, man, you might be on the air for four hours, but the rest of your day is sort of absorbing information. You know that, you oh, do yeah. the same thing. Of course. You've got to know all the players and, 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 and all the people who are playing in the game. Absolutely, absolutely. And tell us a little bit about your show in the morning. What can people, work, first off, where can people find you? And second off, what can people expect to hear? Well, the station's 94.9. Uh, we have the website 949newsnow.com. We have an app. You can just, you know, if you have a if you have a smartphone, yep. you just download the app. It's crystal clear audio anywhere. Uh, I've got a website leelc.com, which is sort of a work in progress, but we're getting that thing up and going. But basically, my show is I try to be I try to be fair. I'm conservative, Pete, but right. I'm not right wing. Yeah. I am, you know, I believe in the environment. I believe sort of, not sort of, but I believe in certain things that would maybe uh, the left side of the aisle might think strongly about. So right. I try to be fair. I try to think I do what's right. And I bring on anybody who's willing to come on. Now, more often than not, Democrats stay away from me because we don't necessarily agree on most issues. No. But some do come on. Right. And it's always, a, I think it's a fair conversation. So that, that's sort of what I do. Mostly it's political talk, but I like to have fun too. You know, I got a lot of great guests that come on. I got, maybe during the course of the week, I have maybe 20 regular guests that have certain segments at certain times, like mm -hmm. staples of the show, whether it's Rob Simmons, yep. a former congressman, a regular. Right. I have people from the Heritage Foundation. I have people from the Mohegan Sun and Foxwoods. I have, you know, I have, I have local people. I have Mike, Mike France, the state rep, is on all the time. I have a lot of folks who come on. All the Paul Fermico, who you've yeah, had absolutely. I was all say. the time. So those folks. Pete Mazzetti even shows up every once. Every in a while. once in a while, every we get Pete Mazzetti on. That's right. Every well, once we want to go blue. high class. Every we, bring once, on the, we bring in the big guns. Every once in a blue moon, Pete Mazzetti right. shows up, and that's, all, that's always correct. Fun to, that's always fun to see you. And I understand your studios where you guys are are absolutely beautiful. The Ledger Kennedy did a nice job. Sure, we're, we're actually thinking about making a bigger space. Oh, really? Like it's a, you know, it's a, and now everybody's working from home, right? Yeah. I would like to build my own studio at home. If I had your money, I'd do it. Exactly. You know what I mean? I well, know. You know I, what I mean? had my money, if I'd I your, If I had your money, I'd burn mine. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Have you, have you seen Senator Farmiga? I have seen I see him every once in a while, sure. I haven't, yeah. I haven't talked. I've, yeah. ta I've talked to him. He's, uh, you know, he's while. getting ready. You know, obviously, with this time of year, we're a year away from the next election cycle. Yeah, that's right. And these guys got to start sort of ramping it up. The election's oh, going to be hitting everybody really hard very quickly. Absolutely. You know he's I mean? a really nice guy. I like that guy. I so. like silence. What about you? How come you don't do radio? Ah, actually, I do podcasts. You do podcasts. I do is podcasts. that the new wave? Yeah. Is that going to take over my job? No. You don't think so? No. You think we can share the, the space? Of course we All can. Right. I was of just curious. I think a lot but, of people... But last time, you, last time you and I spoke, yeah. you, were, you were giving me heck about PeteMazzetti.com. Uh, yeah, did you get one? I did. All right. I did. What can I see on that? You can see content. All you right. can see schedules. Oh, good. You can see pictures. I'll look you can forward see to that. See where it's going. As a matter of fact, we yeah. also, with the show, we also do a podcast. But today, we are actually streaming live on FM 87.7, FM 87.7, Hacker Airwaves Radio, who was actually carrying this live this afternoon. Outstanding. Absolutely. That's we great. also want to thank Patrick Boots, and we also want to thank Max Tarbill, who is my videographer behind the scenes, right. shooting today's show for the video per portion of the Pete Mazzetti show, which will be on 
the Valley Shore Community Television page at a later time and later date. Right. But we also wanted to thank those guys. And you too. do a lot of great shows. You oh, have yeah. a lot of great people on. Oh, yeah. Right? People, somebody said to me the other day that they would die to have Pete Mazzetti's Rolodex. <laughs> they would die. I believe you're probably right about that. Absolutely. You get plugged into the power people. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. No, things are. Things who, are who is the most memorable guest you've ever had? Lee Elsie. No. no. Weak. <laughs> no. Try that question again. All right. Who's the most memorable guest you've ever had? The most memorable yeah. guest I've ever had, yeah. I would say, is Dr. Henry Lee. Oh, wow. The forensics expert. That must have been something else. He was on with me last summer, last, okay. right before the pandemic. And he says to his assistant, Anytime my friend Pete Mazzetti calls to book me on his show, outstanding. Clear my schedule. Outstanding. Clear my schedule. That must have been a hell of an interview. Oh, that was. That and, you was know a, that, that question. That was a great interview. It's unfair for me to ask you that question because you know what happens, and you know this because yeah. you've done a million interviews. Right. You sort of get tunnel vision. Right. Like you don't. It, it's hard to, to put somebody puts you on the spot like that. It's hard to sort of recall the ones that you really like. I mean, yeah, there's absolutely. so many that are probably really good. Oh, absolutely. And then so many like this one that are terrible. No, 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 no. As a matter of fact, speaking of th th those that are really good, yeah. Congressman Joe Courtney was in my studio last week. Yep, he's a good guy. He's a great guy. I like Joe. Yeah, Joe's I do a, like Joe. I Joe's do a like good Joe. guy. Now, do you have a favorite regular that's on with you? A favorite regular? Oh, yeah. See, now that, if I say who it is, then the rest of them will get mad. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you how I'll answer that. You know, <laughs> by far the most popular regular I have right. on is Rob Simmons. All right. It's not, people love it when he's on. And he's uh, 90 minutes. I, he's the longest guest I let come on. Like most of my guests are 15 or 20, but Rob comes in at 7.30 on Thursdays and stays till nine o'clock. And I sort of like give him the show for 90 minutes where really? I, I ask him, what do you want to talk about today? What do you want to do? You know, it's like, it's like taking a 90 minute break. Yeah, exactly. I go get a coffee, I come back, Rob's still talking. So it's, it's pre he's pretty amazing. Absolutely. And I was, you did a shout out for this event when I, one day last week, and I don't remember what day it yeah. was, but in studio, you had, and you're going to have to help me. Bruce here. Flax, I think. That's what he's the uh, chamber, what of, chamber of Commerce president. What's, he, new what's president. he like? Great guy. Yeah, super Bruce guy. Good, Bruce, good guy. Yeah, I tried to get him on, but he I had, know. he had a parade today. They were doing I, a parade today. And we'll get we'll get him on. Again. I'll, I'll make sure you guys get hooked up yeah, because no. I think he'd be a fun guest. He's yeah, no, uh, he seems... used to be a, the man in charge of tickets at Foxwoods for 25 years. Really? So he's met every every single big name guy he's he's met and, and has sat down with them. So he's got a lot of stories. Yeah. Oh, a lot of stories. He's a and, good guy. And you're you're not a baseball fan though. Sure I am. He's got a collection of baseball cards second to none. Like he's really? got so many great, so he'd be a good guest for you to have on. Now, in all your years of playing baseball, yes, did Lee Elson make it ever make it on a baseball card? I have. Well, it's an interesting question that you ask. <laughs> I do have a baseball card, but it was made uh, by a friend of mine. I, I have it. My it picture. was made by Mad Magazine. Well, here's the thing. I have <laughs> pretty much. So, in the minor leagues, <laughs> you are you could be in Savannah, Georgia, one day, and 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 sent to Springfield. Illinois the next. Yeah. So that's what happened to me. I was in, it's funny. It's not funny because I, I got screwed out of a baseball card. Yeah. But I, when I was in Savannah, Georgia, the tops people were coming to take the, the baseball cards. Yeah, yeah. And that day that they were getting there, they sent me to Springfield. 
Now they had already gone to Springfield to take those guys' pictures for the Oh no. So I missed. The next year the same thing happened to me. Oh, so no. I have a, I have a check at home from from Tops that they send you. They send you a check for $5. And that's your commitment for them to take your baseball card. So I don't have a technical official baseball card, <laughs> but I do have the check that they sent me. So, did you cash it? No, no. I did not cash there you it. Go. I yeah, I was going to say no. I did not cash it. No, of course not. I did not cash it. No, so. of course not. So, people, so your, your, show's do, your show does well. Show does good. We, are, we, we have been cl climbing up the ratings board. We were number one in all our demographics all right. last go around, which was really great, which okay. is usually surprising for a, a talk show. Talk shows usually uh, don't get to that position. But, uh, yeah, we did good. We did, cool. I, hope, you know, I hope people tune in because it's a different kind of show. It's not all political, but no. it's... You know, if, it's fun. If people want more information on Lee Elsie's show, where are they going? Uh, you could go to 949newsnow.com. You can go to my Facebook page. My Facebook page, if you type in my name, which is L-E-E-E-L-C-I, and then I have a, a section that's page, Voice of Freedom. Right. Then you can log into that, and everything is right there. Cool. Lee right, Elsie from Thanks, man. It was an honor. Thanks, buddy. All right, pal. On behalf of Lee Elsie, I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks, good night. We'll see you next time.